and welcome to Starting Right. I am Danny Mack, and I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back and relax for the next five minutes as I help you start your day by starting right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the month of December, the very last month of 2020. And boy, are we going to be glad to get this year behind us. We're all hoping and praying that next year is going to be a lot better. But here in December, we are now looking forward to Christmas. At least I am. I've always liked Christmas. I like the music, the decorations, the excitement that there is with it. It's even better if we get a little bit of snow. Not necessarily a lot, but a little bit of snow, because a white Christmas is always fun. But one of the great disadvantages this year is that we're not going to be able to get together with family and friends. That's going to have a big impact on what Christmas will be like. So it is all the more important that we recognize the true significance of what the season really is. This is the season when we celebrate God coming to men to make a way that we can have a relationship with him. It's an amazing thing. But today I want to talk about one of the oldest Christmas carols that we know. In fact, this one was written over 300 years ago by Isaac Watts. It's the classic Christmas carol, Joy to the World. Now, the history of Joy to the World is a little bit different than what you may expect. Most people assume that this carol was written in response to the second chapter of Luke, where the angels come and announce the birth of the Messiah in Bethlehem, and they say that there will be great joy and peace throughout mankind. And then they ascend back up into the sky, and they sing the praises of God that the shepherds heard, and then responded by going to seek out this child that was born in the manger. And truth, that's not where it came from. Isaac Watts loved the Psalms. And at this time, only the psalms were being sung as hymns in the British churches. He took the psalms and he applied them to the New Testament. And when he did that, he came up with a whole new perspective on the psalms and their impact on believers. The psalm he wrote this about was actually Psalm 98, verse 4. It says, Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth in song, rejoice, and sing praises. Joy to the World was not originally written about Jesus being born in the manger, about him coming to the earth in that way at that time. Joy to the World was originally written about the second coming of Christ, when he comes to gather his own unto himself and to take us all to be with him in heaven. That is the original purpose and message in Psalm 98. And that's what Isaac Watts was writing about. Throughout the years, the words have remained fairly constant, but the tune, the music, has changed somewhat. George Handel, who wrote The Messiah, had some influence on the music in the mid-1700s, and there are portions of The Messiah that can be recognizable within Joy to the World. In 1836, a man by the name of Lowell Mason, who lived in Boston, started to work on his own arrangement of Handel's Messiah and actually rearranged Joy to the World to give to us the melody that we generally know now. As you can see, the song has gone through several changes along the way, but the message and power of the song remains. I guess it really doesn't matter a whole lot if this song was written about the birth of Christ or if it was written about Christ's second coming. The song is about hope, a hope that this world so desperately needs, a hope that says that in God we can have joy, we can have peace, we can have strength, because God has come. We need that hope in this world. We've seen what happens when mankind tries to do things on his own wisdom, on his own strength, and on his own timeline. 
we get really messed up pretty bad. But we have this hope there is in Jesus Christ. And there's a joy that there is when he comes and lives in our lives. No matter how much stress you're facing this Christmas season about what can and cannot happen, about who you will and will not see, about what celebrations you can and cannot have, choose joy. Choose to celebrate who Christ is to you and to your family. Celebrate his goodness and his love and the fact that he loved you so much that he gave up a place in heaven to be born in that manger because he loves us and he loves this world. Have a great day, my friends. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thank you for listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.